Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and our in-house barbecue expert and my co-host, Dan Doc Hathaway. Coming up, I may or may not pronounce his name correctly. <laughs> Give it a shot. <laughs> Let's see what happens. There we go. Uh, the over-under is he's not going to do it. Brad Leininger. Whoa. Did I do it right? Well done, sir. Okay. Okay. I am a professional. Uh, this part I do know. He's got a wonderful barbecue team called Getting Basted. You can check out their website at gettingbasted.com. They are right now the points leader in the big KCBS going on right now. And that's a big deal. Yeah. He uh, he won team of the year last year. And uh, this year he is making the charge ahead to repeat as Barbecue champion of the world. That's very cool. We'll and, be, and once again, having to fend off, fend off slaps barbecue. Our Joe Pierce, Joe, yeah, who we yeah. beat last year by two points. Right, Joe. If you're listening, we love you, but well, you're second. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. No shame. No shame. Yeah, trust me. Uh, in that kind of realm, in that kind of competition, there's no shame in that. Yeah. So here's here's the deal, Dave. Those guys, they're cooking every single weekend. I mean, it'd be like the Chiefs playing the Raiders every single yeah. weekend, you know, yeah. if you want to go football analogy. But it's just, man, you just go out, you cook against each other, you beat each other's brains out <laughs> week in and week out, and I don't know how they do it. I, it, it would be fun amazing. to try one time to cook that much in competition, but man... That's a lot of work. That's it's a lot of work. More work than I want to do. Bless them, though, because we like to eat their food. So yeah. keep, And it gives us something to talk about. And it gives us something to talk about... <laughs> Keep on keeping on, guys. Also, speaking of something to talk about, we're going to be talking to Dan in our last section section about different types of woods. I got thinking about that last week, and maybe somebody's got a, a new smoker, and they're still kind of figuring things out. And so different types of woods we'll be talking about. And uh, T-Bone, you know, you and I, we were chatting before the show, and I thought it was kind of funny. You were talking about one time you did something kind of sneaky when it comes to barbecue. What, what did you do? I was brought out here to Kansas City for a job. Okay. I, I had applied for a job. They went through a whole series of candidates. Uh, they flew me out twice Ooh. for interviews. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I know. They, they made it a big deal. And um, yeah, that job lasted two years. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, they brought me out. So one of the first things I did for my department, I had like a bunch of people under me, and like about 50. So I... Uh, arranged to have a barbecue picnic at one of the parks cool and i cooked chicken nice for them very nice yeah and uh, they were very surprised because you know i'm coming from the west coast and it was you know as one guy said just point blank what do you know about barbecue <laughs> so uh, i was really glad that uh, i uh, went to the store and bought a bottle or two of some barbecue sauce. I, I can't remember what it was. It may have been Casey Masterpiece. Yeah, some, something like maybe Bullseye. And at home, I poured it into a Tupperware container. 
And I don't know. I think I see where he's going with this. People kind of got the impression that uh, (laughs) I I made this incredible (laughs) barbecue sauce. Wow. That they put on their chicken. I mean, assemble your team and trick them. You know, I, I don't know if that's worth calling an attorney on, but it might be. I, uh, you know, I've told you guys the story that I went to to grade school, a little bit of junior high, with the son of Doctor Rich Davis, who invented KC Masterpiece that you mm-hmm. just referred to, and he would make his own sauce for for get-togethers, and they all said, "Well, you should bottle this," and I'm sure they told you, "Well, you should bottle this," and you're like, "Well, it kind of already been bottled." Yeah. <laughs> I like, Do I put it back in the bottle and then reset? and put my picture on it and i was gonna say the overhead would be tremendous having to buy a whole bunch of bottles to get them transferred <laughs> think, to Dan? a new bottle well, t-bones barbecue sauce now let, let me let me just tell you something there's no shame in that t-bone <laughs> there's no shame in that because doing what i do you know buying and selling massive amounts of barbecue yes. sauce all the time there are so many barbecue sauces that are private labeled and are just something with a fancy label on it I'm not. I'm. I'm not joking. You'll, mm, you'll find. What do you mean? They're just something. Mm. Well, I mean, like for lack of a better example, you know, uh, let's take, you know, like a a head country barbecue sauce. Head country private labels so much sauce for other people. It's 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 crazy. There's a. It's all over the place, just in different different bottles. This is interesting. By the way, my phone's ringing. Sixty Minutes is calling, and they want to do an interview. Uh, <laughs> So, have you, Dan, have you ever done a little something a little, I mean, because you've done a lot more barbecuing than, than T-Bone and I combined. Have you ever done something a little sneaky and tried to pull it off? Not not on, like, in in that realm, but right. I mean, I, I've done, uh, you know, using oddball ingredients, you know, uh, just just different stuff. I mean, you know, maple syrup on a pork butt, you know, that, that sort of thing. And, and that's really not being sneaky, it's just... Trying like, to that be, sounds pretty good. Trying, to be, trying to be creative. Debo and I are looking yeah. at each other going, well, that sounds good. I don't know. I, I'd bite that. Be, be yeah. sneaky all you want if that's right. what's going to be the result of right, it. Right, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think, I, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm trying to remember anything sneaky that I've done in the barbecue world that, um, no, I, I, think, I think I have bought ribs and said that I smoked them. I think I have done that. But, but why not? Well, <laughs> I mean... Trying to impress a you're, woman. You're one of those guys, huh? Yes, I, mean, I probably would have done that if I thought I could get away with it. But I actually had to put the chicken on the grill. I think I just reheated it and went, yeah, yeah, that's mine. That's mine. Well, time now for our uh, Ask Dr. Dan segment. And we've got, a, speaking of barbecue sauces, our August barbecue sauce of the month, which is Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy. Comes in a 15-ounce bottle. Really good barbecue sauce. The Jones family has made their sauce from scratch daily for decades. And for the first time ever, you can now recreate the magic of Jones Barbecue in your home. And you can purchase it at jonesbbqkc.com or get it at Dan store, the Kansas City BBQ store.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us for a question? I got a question from Butch Hayes uh, from Texas. Okay. And the question reads, I'm from Texas, and when I travel, I like to try the local barbecue and Mm -hmm. beer. I have two Traegers and a gas grill, but cook mostly on the Traeger. My question is about the insulating covers for Traeger. I live in the north of Houston in Conroe, Texas, so our winters are mild. At what air temperature do you recommend the insulated covers? Also, I just found your podcast on Apple and love listening to it. Thanks, Thanks Butch. Thanks, Butch. And that that's a technical question. I like that. Yeah, it really is. You know, uh, you know, being that he's from the north part of Houston, 
you know, the the his winter can't be that cold. Well, remember they just had that big storm a year last winter. Remember well, when they had that freak storm? The, so, <laughs> I, I do remember that. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Well, that was the Dallas area. That's that probably what got Butch yeah. thinking. Yeah, probably more than likely, so. yeah. And you, you know, so the insulated blankets on the trigger are really designed to be used under thirty-five degrees. Once it hits thirty-five and below, that's when you want to put the blanket on that thing. Thirty-five. Okay. Thirty-five degrees. Uh, the reason being is that they do such a great job of insulating that it will sometimes compromise the finish on the outside of the grill now you're going to get you know when it's you know let's say it's between 40 and 60 you could probably get away with it but it's man it's kind of a it's kind of a touchy thing because what you don't want to do is burn that that powder coating off the back of your traeger so in, in other words here's how I'm, how I'm interpreting it. you better be safe than sorry rather be safe than sorry it, yeah for sure because the way the new controls work they are so dialed in that even at on at 45 degrees ambient temperature outside your your trigger is going to be a lot more efficient than uh than what the older the older controls were able to handle so i would say just you know use your judgment if you feel like you're not getting the right temperature out of your cooker throw a blanket on it but just be real careful at cooking at higher temperatures perfect thank you so much butch hayes out of texas we're going to send you a bottle of our argus barbecue sauce of the month jones barbecue sweet and tangy you can get that at jonesbbqkc.com that's jonesbbqkc.com or at the kansas city barbecue store which is the kansas city bbq store.com coming up we've got him again brad leininger on barbecue radio nation love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into an old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667 be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Three tours driving Humvees in Afghanistan. Six years treating soldiers. Twelve years flying choppers. When my sister came back from her last tour in Afghanistan, she didn't want to talk about it, but she knew I was there to listen. My son saved lives as a medic in the military, and I always remind him how much his service meant to our country. Sometimes my husband still has difficult memories. They can be overwhelming. With the Veterans Crisis Line, I know where to turn when we need support. I made the call and got support for my sister. I called because I was concerned about my son. We got him connected to care, and it's made a difference. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for all veterans and their loved ones. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or chat online at veteranscrisisline.net. Barbecue Radio Nation is heard on radio stations from California to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionation.com.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius along with Dan Hathaway, returning guest, Brad Leininger, and he's got getting... Did I screw it up? Brad? You got her. I got it right. I got it right. I'm just sweating bullets over here every single time you open your mouth to it. (laughs) I'm so glad Brad's a returning guest. He's used to our craziness. Brad, he's got his great barbecue team, and I mean, unbelievable. The Tiger Woods of barbecue team... (laughs) It's Gettin' Basted, and you can learn more about them at gettinbasted.com. He's got an 84-point lead right now in the KCBS. He's just killing it. Um, and we'll talk more about everything. Dan, or Dan, Brad, welcome back to the show. Brad Leininger. <laughs> Thank you for wow, having me. That Pleasure was, to be here. That was quite an intro, Dave. That was, that was a wow. heck of an intro, that was, man. Was, I think that's going to be the best part of the show. It, may, uh, it, it may be. very well could be. I think we peaked. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped a shark. <laughs> now, next week on the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, but uh, Brad, again, thanks for being back. Um, the first thing, and, and we were, Dan and T-Bone and myself, we were kind of discussing before the show even started about having you back on. We were very excited. You got your restaurants down in uh, Branson and Springfield. Where's the other one? Uh, Nixon. Nixon, Missouri. Uh, never. Been, I don't know if I've been to Nixon, but I was just in, down in Branson, been to Springfield many times. Great area. But the thing we were talking about is you're doing so many competitions. Now, are you? Do you just walk around tired all the time? How do you, How do you keep up that kind of pace and and that kind of energy, Brad? Oh man, I mean, I you know, yes, I am walking around tired all the time. <laughs> uh, I've got kind of a a you know. I know I've got 10 weeks left and, and, and so I'm, I'm really just sitting there counting that down. You know, I'm just looking <laughs> at the calendar saying, all right, all right, get through this weekend. I got 10 weeks left. You know, the season ends October 31st. So, you know, it's it, the fact that it's finite. I know there, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, uh, allows me to go, but right now, you know, it's crunch time and it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to find contests with enough teams. You know, we need 35 teams at a contest to be max points and, so we're having a zigzag and crisscross across the country, you know, make it harder ourselves to find contests with enough teams. Man, that, that's got to be really tough when, you know, especially nowadays where the contests are so few far in between. What kind of what criteria do you look at for a contest besides the, the max points thing? Do you look for who else is going to be there or is there like a, a particular part of the country that you feel you score better in? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, there are places I score better. I mean, I love the area down around Memphis, you know, down in Tennessee, right there in Mississippi and Arkansas and that area. I score really well. I score really well in Missouri, you know, close to home. I score well out in Colorado. So, you know, first off, yeah, if, if uh, there's a contest in one of those spots and it's got enough teams that I'm going to hit one of those. You know, the other thing is who's going to be there. I really like to cook against, you know, Joe's second, Joe Pierce from Slaps is uh, second behind me. So I really like to cook against him because if I, if I win a contest, he can't win a contest. And then, you know, of course there's payouts, you know, that matter a little bit, you know, thirdly in there. So, so between those, that's how I kind of pick contests. Now, let me ask you a question, Brad, and, and and you and Dan may look at me as like, well, another stupid question out of Dave, but because um, one of the thing about our show, Barbecue Radio Nation, we love to celebrate barbecue from all over. You know, you're in the Midwest. We love Texas, Memphis, Carolina and so forth. But when you go to, say, a place like Memphis, do you ever pick up something kind of Memphis-y to use in your barbecue in the future or do you just pretty much stick to what you're doing? 
No, I mean, as far as competitions go, you know, I like to think of, you know, there's a few out there leading the way, and I like to think I'm one of the trendsetters. And so, you know, the, the flavor of profile I cook, you know, we kind of export, you know, we, we teach classes everywhere and we do everything. So we, we, because of that, you know, our flavors are going out everywhere. So I don't really need to change up much because there's people already cooking the way I cook or trying to cook the way I cook in every area. Uh, you know, what we do here in Kansas City and ours is Kansas City style for the most part, but, but the stuff in Memphis isn't that different. You know, uh, you know, when you get down to Texas, it gets a little, a little bit different, maybe get a little more tender if you're going to do anything, you know, maybe a little less sauce on, on the beef or something like that. But, but really, you know, around the world, good food wins. Brad, what so you're as long as I'm putting on good food, we're in good shape. Brad, what you're saying is it's good to be the king. Yeah, it, hey man, I mean that's that's part of it, right? You know, we we've got we we've got a lot of uh, outlets and and we're putting out a lot of recipes and we have a lot of influence of barbecue and I, I do think that helps me score. Yeah, well, that's one of the great things that that KCBS and barbecue, you know, the barbecue league's been able to do over the years is is you know they've they've developed their you know it's almost their own flavor. It really is. It it, it you know you have carolina you have texas you have kansas city you have you know i would even like say oklahoma and and that sort of thing but then you have the competition flavor and and competition flavor is is i mean brad it's it's a one bite you know pack as much much flavor into one bite as you can get kind of thing right yeah i mean i you know i think there's some to that as far as packing as much flavor i mean i think it's balanced when you think about it you know you think about packing the flavor is is you you are you're putting you know, more harmony, I guess, more of the heat, more of the sweet, more of the salty in there to make it. I mean, you know, we cook that way at our restaurants and, and, and people it really resonates with people and people love it. So, so you can do it that way and serve it to the masses, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think there definitely is a unique style. It is, you know, now competition style. And even at the restaurants, that's what we claim to be. You know, somebody asks us what style of barbecue we cook. Well, we're cooking competition style barbecue. Yeah, I think that, that that's definitely fair because and and I like the way that you say that you you like balance. You know, there's so many different. You know, there's so many products out there right now that's it's you know it seems like you can get carried away doing sweet on sweet on sweet. But if you don't have that <laughs> that savory or even just a little bit of spice, and then you know you guys are cooking on Gateway Drums, so you get a, a completely different flavor from the Gateway Drum as far as a smoky and a, and a grilled flavor. So yeah, it's it's. That harmony, like you said, that balance is is so key, even if you're just cooking in the backyard. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about, right? That's what good food is, no matter what. You know, yeah, we've got a little bit of sugar in competition barbecue. You know, I'm not going to not gonna deny it. But but we can carry more salt. We can carry more, more of that spice through it because of that. So it allows us to balance it back out. If you're just sweet, then you're just one note. You're not going to win barbecue competitions. So that, you know, all that being said, if you had to have one flavor, you know, in your barbecue, like if you're cooking barbecue at the house, what, what's the one flavor that you look for in your, in your finish? Like say you're cooking a slab of ribs. What's that one flavor that you're looking for in a slab of ribs that you just, that you don't really think about whenever you're, you know, whenever you're just talking barbecue in general? Well, I mean, one flavor, I mean, is just, you know, it's gotta be, you know, salt. I mean, I think carrying enough salt, throughout everything is what, what you're getting in there. And I think a little bit of pepper, you know, a little bit of spice really helps it out, really offsets, you know, some of the, some of the sweetness that we put back in there. But, but really I think just that salt and pepper, I mean, I still do think if you just had to grab salt and pepper, you could run out and you could win a barbecue competition if you cook the meat right. I, I, I hundred percent agree with you. And that's one of the things that I took away from the, from you and, and Tim's class that you guys did at the store a while back was that, you know, you can, you can finish it with sauce. You can finish it, you know, on a grill, setting up the sauce and everything. But man, if you don't add that extra little touch of salt, that savoriness, you know, so when it, 
when it hits your mouth, that's what you get out of it. You, you, you're not doing it right. Yeah, it's that pop. That's, you know, that's a, what we call exactly it. the pop. The pop. You want to let it pop. You want it to pop. And we do that at the restaurants too. Yeah. I mean, and that's my thought process every time I cook something or I'm coming up with something at the restaurants or competition or what can I do to take this over the top? Like it's good right now. What can I do to take it over the top? And you don't in competition necessarily want to stand out. So you don't want it to be a weird flavor. You don't want it to be an unusual flavor, but you want it to be something that's just a little bit more, you know what I mean? Amp it up a little bit. So that's always in my thought process when I'm dealing with food. Well, Brad, uh, thank you so much for that. We're going to bring you back for another segment. We're going to kind of steal some of your teachings for the Backyard Barbecue. We're talking with Brad Leininger. He's got getting based. Did I say it right? Why does Dan, Liger, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Dan keeps laughing every time I, just, I say like your I said, name. It's, just, it's sweating bullets every time. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, it's so good, believe in you. so good to have you back as a guest, and we'll have you right back right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kais, along with our producer, T-Bone, co-host, barbecue expert, Dan Hathaway. This week, we're talking with Brad Leininger. He's out of Springfield. He's got getting based at restaurants in Springfield, Branson, and Nexa, Missouri, which, or is it Nixa? Is it Nixa? Nixa, Nixa, Missouri. I've never been there, but I've certainly been to uh, Branson and Springfield many a times. But check out his website, which is gettingbasted.com. He is the point leader point leader in the KS I'm sorry KCBS team of the year and is killing it just killing it. in fact T-Bone looked this up during the break you've had no less than seventh place overall in the last six years is that right Brad that probably is right. I mean, I try, try to pay attention to the wins, but I'll, I'll believe you if you say that's true. <laughs> Brad's being all humble on us. Oh yeah, that might have been me. Uh, Brad, that, I mean, that Brad Brad has been the the epitome of consistency in competition barbecue for for a while now, and and it it takes a huge amount of time and dedication to that. I just I it's a it's amazing to watch. It really is, Brad. 
Well, we were talking about that over the weekend at the contest about just, you know, Joe and I, and you know, how much work I don't think people understand, you know, they, they, they just like, Oh, you know what? Well, it, it takes a ton of effort it, it, every week. It takes dedication and, and uh, it, it isn't easy and that that's for sure. And, and, uh, you know, I don't think I can do it forever, but I'm sure enjoying it right now. Well, you know, one of the things that I found and, I, and I've been cooking for a little bit and I've, I've done a handful of contests and, you know, one of the things that I always found the most difficult, and this is just my crazy brain, how it works is creating that sort of consistency. Cause I, you know, being at the barbecue store, I see all these products come and go and I just, I want to try everything out. And, you know, st- sticking to the plan has always been one of the most important things that I've struggled with. How do you, I mean, you develop plans and you stick with them. How do you keep yourself from kind of straying off and experimenting with new things when you know that the recipe that you have in front of you is perfectly good? Well, I mean, it just takes discipline, I think. And, you know, you've got to believe in your stuff. You've got to believe that what you're doing is good. And, and you got to understand, you know, some weeks, you know, you're just, it's just not going to hit and that's okay. You know, not all the judges have to like my food. I understand that I'm going to go places where it's not going to score, but you just have to believe that, that overall, you know, what you're trotting out there every week is good enough to win and, and believe what you know is good versus what the judges are telling you. And everybody goes through a patch, you know, that we're, what you're doing is not hitting or, or what you're doing is hitting. It doesn't matter. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, you know, from competing that it's an ups and downs and, and it's a roller coaster ride, but you just got to believe in yourself and believe in your stuff and just keep trotting it up there and know that it'll come back around for you. Yeah. Cause you know, the, the biggest mistake that a lot of people make is just, is just recipe swapping, you know, just, yeah. I'm, I, you know, one week, you know, maybe they, they get a, a 12th place pork with pork that was perfectly fine. And then, you know, they go, Oh, well, I'm going to try an old recipe that's completely different. And so you're basically reinventing the wheel every single week and you you end up going into this like downward spiral. <laughs> and it's, you start chasing recipes, right? Yeah, chasing, I mean, you start reci- chasing rumors, chasing recipes, oh, yeah. and everything else. Yeah, it's it it can it can really turn into a nightmare, well, especially well, if you're trying to create consistency. Yeah, and I can see how, especially you. You know, you're sitting there watching orders come in, right? And you're yeah. like, oh man, I got to try that. Exactly right. Trying something different every week. You know, you know, Brad, I refer to you as the Tiger Woods of golf, and and Dan's a, a really good golfer. I'm a, a below average golfer, but I know sometimes when you get on those putting services and you're leaving everything short, you go, okay, well, I got to hit it harder. And now you hit it 12 feet past. So I guess in barbecue, you guys some some teams may overcorrect as opposed to just making small adjustments. Yeah, and I think that's just part of it, man. I mean, you, you, it's amazing, you know, and I think the golf analogy is very, very apt one. It's amazing how mental barbecue is. Like, you you know, you get you get the, the yips just like you do in golf where you just, you know, when you're cooking well, and I'm cooking well right now, just when you're going to put a box together, everything flows. Like, it's easy to find what you're going to do. Everything tastes right. It's easy to get the right amount of seasoning in there. When you're struggling, you're sitting there second guessing yourself through the whole process, mm. and that ends up showing up in your food. So it, it, it is amazing how mental barbecue is and that, that you can get into the groove or you can get out of it just as quick. And, uh, uh, it's just a matter of, and that's the hard part, I think. And that's what defines consistency. Like you were talking about is being able to, when you're struggling to be able to get yourself out of it. And, and it's not always easy to do. Well, you know, during the break, we were talking about some of the, the ups and downs that you've had with, you know, different categories where your chicken will hit one week, your pork will hit one week, and then they'll flip flop. You know, when it comes to chicken, Chicken's always kind of the the nemesis of every competition barbecue cook, you know, until until you find that right tenderness, that right taste. You know, if if you would 
Would you take us through, you know, maybe your finishing technique on your chicken to kind of give people an idea of what, what that entails as far as getting the right tenderness, getting the right flavor? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, competition chickens, its own, you know, uh, own animal, so to speak. And, and, and we end up smoking it for a little bit and then we butter bath it and kind of braise it till it gets nice and tender and, 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 and everything soft and moist and everything else. But then I think it's important for me, especially right now, I think the judging's hit to go back and get a little bit more of that grill and that smoke back on there. So I'm actually to finish, I'm actually going on back over the grill and I'm just grilling it pretty hard. Like, I mean, I'm grilling it hard enough that that skin's bubbling, you know, and I'm looking to kind of crisp it up a little bit. And I've, I've had it where it sticks to the grates or something like that when I'm done. And then, you know, you're going to put your good sauce on there and then you're going to come back in and finish it pretty heavy with a finishing rub so you can kind of stand out and pop. But I think that key thing right now is that grilling that, that, should, that I, that I put on at the end of the, you know, at the end of the cook after I'm, you know, kind of done my braise. Uh huh. So when, so basically when you go to, to set your sauce and, and get a little bit of grill to it, is it, I mean, I mean, my experience with chicken, you know, you, you butter bath it and it gets so tender, um, right. you know, it's almost, and I would, I kind of compare it to the tenderness of really good fried chicken, like really good cooked dark meat fried chicken. And, yep. and when you get it back onto that grill, is it just tightening it up just a little bit? So it, it wants to stay together when the judge actually picks that chicken up. It does. It does tighten it back up, you know, and I wouldn't say dry it out. It's not necessarily the term I'm looking for, but it does maybe firm it just a touch and just a little bit of a drier bite. So it's not like super buttery, mm-hmm. but I think what it does more than anything, you know, cause we're cooking on those gateway drums and we're doing it over open coals is I think it's, it's that direct heat, just getting that little bit of crisp uh, drum flavor, you know, grilled flavor back on the meat, you know, oh, yeah. it's just adding a little bit of that smoke flavor back into it that we kind of washed out a little bit. Yeah. I mean that, that, you know, like we've always said, that flavor is a flavor you can't buy. You just, it, you only get it from a drum. And and I've actually, you know, yeah, I've experimented with ribs doing the same thing where you sauce them up, you throw, Absolutely. you know, you throw them back on and you just get that, that little bit of char that you cannot, you, you can't shake that kind of seasoning on, onto a piece of meat. So Brad, do you think like, and, and, and sticking with the chicken theme, if, if somebody, and, and I, like Dan said, you know, chickens can be so difficult and we've just got about two minutes left, but is that something for the backyard barbecuer to do that they, they smoke it and get it, but there's not quite there yet. And then they just pop that on the grill before they serve it for their family and friends. Yeah, I mean, I think that's with any piece of barbecue. If you're a backyard guy, that's what you can do, right? So barbecue, you know, famously is done when it's done, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think people get caught up in times and temperatures a lot when they shouldn't be, you know. So leave yourself plenty of time, get your barbecue done, hold it, and then you can always put it back on a hot grill. No matter what you're cooking, you can cook, put it back on, bring it back to life. It gets the juices moving. It gets a little bit of that char on there. You know, if you like a little bit of sauce kind of charred on there, you can get some of that on there. But that's how you can finish it and bring it back up to temperature to serve your family. So I think that's really a good way to treat barbecue anyways, to get it done, hold it as long as you need to hold it. And when you're ready to serve it, go ahead and put it on there and give it, you know, we call it that Texas roll. You know, go on there and get it in there and kind of flip it over the fire and get it dancing again and then then serve it out and, and have everybody, you know, applaud you when you're done. That's all we're looking for is the applause at the end. That's all that's right. you're looking for. <laughs> Some appreciation at home. That's, that's why that's why we're doing it. That's right? exactly right. That, and if you're a Brad Leininger, then also points and money. But other than that, that's all you're right. looking for is yeah. applause. We have been talking with Brad Leininger. Check out his website, which is gettingbasted.com. That's G-E-T-T-I-N, right, Brad? That's correct. Basted.com. And he's got three restaurants. If you're ever in the south, uh, what would it be that? Southwest part of Missouri. 
Springfield, Branson, and Nixon, Missouri. All delicious barbecue, and we are talking top-notch barbecue, and he is the number one leader right now on the KCBS team, uh, or competition, I should say. Brad, thanks again for being on the show. Everybody stick around. We've got Dan talking about our next segment. Different types of woods to be using, and of course, uh, we would love for you to like us on Facebook at BBQ Radio Nation. That's BBQ Radio Nation, and we'll be right back on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Dan and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And our barbecue shout-out goes to one of our wonderful sponsors, Old Hickory Pit Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. They've got the Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and now residential, to make you a better backyard barbecuer. Again, check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Another barbecue shout-out goes to our weekly radio station, and that is 101, well, actually stations, I should say, 101.7 FM, 1320 AM, and 14. 14.50 a.m. out of Richmond, Virginia. They have one of the best website names around in radio. BoomtownRichmond.com That's BoomtownRichmond.com Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Time now for our Kansas City Barbecue Store product spotlight. Good old dance. He's making everybody a better backyard barbecue with all these wonderful products, which by the way you can get at the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. Dan, what do you got for us this week? Well, I have a product that I don't know if it's going to actually make you a better barbecue, but it's going to make you a safer barbecue. Okay, safety, and, safety's and, good. And it's going to keep your deck clean. Oh. So it'll make you a cleaner barbecue. <laughs> so this week we have a great product. You know, I get a lot of people in the store because they are a little apprehensive about putting their grills on their deck out back or their patio. You know, they don't want their concrete stain. They don't want to ruin their deck. So the armor all, you know, the company armor all. Yeah. So they have a a great product. It's a heavy duty grill mat. So it's, it's made out of what they call polyvinyl, which is grease resistant. It, it'll protect it against hot grease, oil stains. Um, and actually, you know, if you had some ash fall down onto it, it will, it, it not a hundred percent, fireproof like you don't want to catch it on fire right. it'll melt but it will actually be better for you if it falls on this instead of your deck so it's the armor all heavy duty grill mat 
It's a 30 by 48, so it's large enough to fit under most um, cart-style gas grills, sure. you know, charcoal grills, green eggs, Traegers, the whole thing. Right. Um, and it's thirty nine ninety nine, and we, we have them at the store, and, and I'll be honest with you, we sell a ton of them because it's one of the only products that I've been able to find that will do all those things at one time. You know, I have a good friend that builds decks and then also comes out and refurbishes them. Yeah. He would hate that product. <laughs> yeah, he probably makes a lot of money off of, he probably, off of people. Yeah. Barbecuing but, going, oh, know, I it, should get a mat. They should invent a mat. You know, it, it's kind of funny because I do get a lot of people in the store and, you know, one of the questions that they ask is, do I need to put a grill mat down? And my answer is always, well, I would highly recommend it. You know, if you want, if you want to make sure you're on, you don't have to power wash grease off right. of your deck you know if you don't want to i mean god forbid you catch your house on fire yeah you know for grilling a couple hamburgers yeah you know but yeah it, it's better safe than sorry unless you have a cement block in the middle of your yard dedicated to a barbecue smoker or grill right. yeah. <laughs> this is a good product to have and again it's only 39.99 and you can get it at the kansas city bbq store.com now you know i was thinking last week we were kind of discussing okay what do we want to talk about next week and I was thinking about people, because as you've talked about at the store, a lot of people have bought grills and smokers first time ever. Right. First time ever. Yeah, a ton of, I mean, a ton of new people into the barbecue world. So now they're probably maybe six months or a year into it, Mm -hmm. and they like it, but they're like, well, what could I do different? And one of the things that I've learned over being the non-barbecue person here is how important the different types of woods that you use for the different kind of smoke and all that and so I'm just going to kind of throw you a blanket question, Dan. It's not fair, but <laughs> but let's talk about some different woods and what you like and, and what you would suggest. Also, combination of woods. That's something you also talk about. Yeah. So I'm throwing it your way. Oh, boy. That's a... Yeah, I know. I know. That's a big you broad question. You didn't understand question. that one. I did not. I did not. I apologize. <laughs> well, you know, it, the one thing about barbecue is that every, you can make it your own with mm-hmm. very, you know... you. Everybody has their own style. Everybody has their own flavors that they prefer. And one of the things that a lot of people don't think about this way is the variety of wood you're using. Sure. You know, I, I try to get people to think about the different varieties of wood more as, as, as an, an additional seasoning to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're looking for something that has a little bit more smoke to it, we can point you in that direction with, you know, with a hickory or, or a pecan. And, and it, even if they're, if they're super, you know, they like that super heavy smoke, you know, even a little bit of mesquite goes a long way. You know, uh, fruit woods are, are great for certain things. You know, uh, fruit wood, I, I use a lot of fruit wood when I'm, when I'm smoking salmon, you know, I'll, I'll add fruit wood to, uh, to my red oak that, I mean, a red oak cherry combination for me is that's my base, mm-hmm. um, my base flavor that I like right. in my cooker. I don't use a lot of cherry because it will distort the color you know, a little too much. And if you add too much, you know, like when you're cooking chicken, it'll get a little bit dark. So I like to run a really hot red oak fire and just put small pieces of cherry in it for, for just that, that little extra touch of flavor. But I mean, there's so many different ways that you can, you can flavor your food with wood. I mean, the, 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 it's really endless. And, and I would highly recommend experimenting with different flavors and don't be afraid to mix them. You know, I get that. Question. That's the thing I I did not know about. Yeah, I, I mean, that, as a non barbecue yeah. is mixing the woods mixing to make the a woods, better yeah. flavor, yeah, and that's where you kind of develop your own flavors and 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 you find out what you really like. Um, you know, hickory and oak are are, are hugely pop, pop popular in this area because those trees are abundant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to find them everywhere. And you know, there's you know, we use white oak at Joe's. 
you know, that that's our flavor. And that's kind of where I, I learned to like that flavor. It's a very mild, but it's a, it's a, a robust flavor. It's, it's hard, you know, it's got that hearty smoke flavor, but it's not overdone, you know, right. with, with hickory, you know, a, a hickory, especially if it's a, the, the moisture content of the hickory isn't, isn't, is a little bit heavy. You can get kind of a, a bitter flavor to it, but if you have a, a, a log, you know, hickory logs that it have somewhere, you know, between the 10 to 13% moisture. Um, oh, that's rating. another thing that I learned about you in, know, in this, it, in this you, show is you get the, the moisture factor. Yeah, You get the, the optimal smoke out of it right. and, and it's not going to be bitter because it's not a little bit green and you just experimenting. Experimenting is what makes barbecue great. Well, that's that's the fun of it because you every backyard barbecue can end up putting their own individual stamp on it. Yeah, to to brag about. It. I mean, let's face it, we want to brag. Well, that's the only reason why we do it, right? <laughs> it's to brag to the neighbor. Yep, that's my that's I, mine, I came yeah. up with that smoke. So when let's say somebody first timer or they're fairly new and and they're and you and maybe they ask you the barbecue expert hey what kind of you know and you go well i like this yeah and then they go out and they buy a ton of it don't you wouldn't you recommend get like a small little bit of this small little bit of this small and and then experiment until you finally find what you like and then maybe buy a, a big bunch of it so the one thing that i always recommend to people is is find a flavor that you like mm-hmm and use that as your base flavor. Got it. It's just like when we were talking to Brad, you know, you don't go and change an entire recipe just right. Just out of the blue, I'm changing up the recipe. You, you know, the, the reason why I like the, the red oak and the cherry so much is that I started with a red oak base because I love that pepperiness. Uh, but then, you know, I would add cherry to it this time. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I did some ribs on, I just did a quick couple slabs of ribs on the big offset cooker. And I had, um, I had some peach logs. And so I did red oak and peach, and that was a really interesting flavor. It wasn't it wasn't off putting in any way, right. but it it just was a, a enough of a difference that you could definitely tell that there was something just a little bit a little bit different than what I was normally using. And so when when I when I talk to people at the store and they come in and they're looking for a specific flavor, I I you know I'll hand them an, an oak or a pecan to get started with because those are very easy woods to get started with. And they create a great base. And so I give them that and I, you know, I'll say, Hey, you know, you can do this, add a little bit of cherry in with your pecan. Cherry and pecan's a great mixture. Cherry and peach is a great mixture. I actually did um, some chicken wings a couple weeks ago, did a, a peach and mesquite, which was really a really neat flavor. It had a super good smoky charred flavor to it, but it just it just did something a little bit to the color that I absolutely loved. And it, it just made everything just this nice charred you know good good color but not off-putting in any were these ways. whole chickens no they were just uh chicken wings okay they just do some chicken wings on the so on when the you gateway. do that about about how long do you smoke them and about what temperature you know it all comes down to the kind of cooker you're using you know and and, and when i'm cooking at the house i'm generally doing something quickly and so i'm running a really hot okay. fire and and the so weeknight you're in it's a, hurry. a weeknight i'm in a hurry you know get done with the show and 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 go off and, and fire right. something up. But, um, you know, it, if, if I'm cooking in the gateway, it's it's a couple of chunks and it's really going to smoke for 15, 20 minutes. And that is enough 
that's enough to get the smoke flavor that you want. Thank you, thank you, Dan. You just made yeah. all of us hungry. Yeah. Exactly. So we want to again thank Brad Leininger for being on the show. Check out his website, gettingbasted.com. Thank Dan for talking about different types of woods and things you can do to be more creative when you're barbecuing. And of course, our Ask Dr. Dan segment, sponsored by our August Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Jones Barbecue Sweet and Tangy Sauce. You can get it in 15 ounces. They're all natural barbecue sauces made with love, and it's available at jonesbbqkc.com. Or you can get it at Dance Store, the Kansas City BBQ Store.com. I'm sure your owner loves the fact that we call it Dance Store, but we're going to keep calling it Dance Store because that's what we do. I'm there every day. You're there every day, so we're going to do it. Thanks for tuning in to Barbecue Radio Nation. love food and when you love food you love finding new flavors to explore new techniques to try and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it old hickory pit smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant quality barbecue right in your own backyard old hickory pit smokers are made in the usa visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll free 800-223-9667 